Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Bad Hasbara, the world's most moral podcast. I am your host, Matt Lieb, and I thank you once again for spending some time with me talking about the latest and greatest in Israeli propaganda. What a fun concept for a podcast. You know, as someone who has podcasted for years, and I've done all sorts of podcasts, you know, uh, about The Sopranos about The Wire, about like um, movies and stuff. I have to say, uh, this one, the most depressing, but also the most fun. We're going to have a, a, a good time talking about some of the wonderful things going on in the Middle East, everyone's favorite region. Um, our guest today is a hilarious podcaster. Uh, you have heard her. If you haven't heard her on uh, the great podcast, Ethnically Ambiguous, please start listening to it immediately because it is uh, one of the few podcasts I actually listen to. Um, and it's very good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and everyone else, our guest, Shireen Yunus. There we I'm go. Here. Yay. Boom. Hi, bam. Matt. Thanks for uh, having me. Uh, disclaimer, uh, audience, I'm getting over a cold. So, I mean, I always sound kind of off, but I sound yeah. more off today. She, yeah, so. she's on Sudafed. So, if she yeah. says something <clears throat> a little anti Semitic, that's not what I mean. I mean so the loud. sound of my voice. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but sure. One time, Roseanne Barr uh, took too much Dayquil, I think, and um, started saying racist stuff. So, I understand. If, you know, sometimes yeah. a, a little slips out. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Shireen, um, thank you for coming on this podcast. Uh, Thanks I've, for inviting me. You know, we've we've been homies for a long time. We've talked about this subject for a long time. Um, and I want to start off by uh, first asking you, uh, how you doing? How are you holding up? How's the bad? Okay, Real bad. bad. Still Real bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just hard to... to even when you have like moments of good, like with my family, with my nephew or something, right. something will always remind me. Oh, I mean, like, that's a good I really thing. am. Is that where you're going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we should all, I, I think it, it would be a huge luxury to be able to forget about what's happening. So oh, I'm yeah. not doing too well. Uh, regarding that. And I'm sick. So no, I'm doing bad, Matt. I'm doing really bad. Fair enough. I mean, listen, I, I it's you know, I, it's Christmas time. It's uh, it's a uh, it's the season of 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 laughter and joy. Um and you're saying that you're against that and 
I guess that's fine. I guess that's fine. You know, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, maybe the Christmas spirit hasn't hit you yet. You know, like uh, I, that's a, Tomahawk that's a funny missile thing that you, into that you a Palestinian hospital. My friend was Sorry. like, what are you doing for Christmas? Are you going to see your family? And like, mm-hmm. I really like my family does not give a shit about Christmas. Well, one, mm. we're Muslim. But two... Like it never even occurred to me that we all have to. It was just you have the to most, be happy at this time yeah, of the year. Yeah. Um. So who knew after over thirty years of life that I would just realize that? But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, listen. I think that uh, this is probably the most depressing Christmas season that I have had in in my lifetime. Like it, I've been kind of patiently waiting for this, like. Christmas spirit to take over because I, I love Christmas. I think Christmas yeah, is great. The vibe you know? is, is nice. It's a good vibe. Everyone's yeah. like, you know, there's just kind of this cheer. There is cheer. It feels good. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not anti-Christmas. I'm very pro-Christmas. Um, and I like literally were, we're recording this on December 23rd. Yeah. And I'm like, is it just not going to happen this year? <laughs> I mean, Bethlehem being blown Christmas? to pieces. There's like that that photo that everyone saw of like a, a nativity scene getting blown to bits. And yeah. like what if there's like if there are Christians, Zionists, which are like most of the Zionists in this country that. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me that you can like watch that and be like, yay, Jesus Christ, still my guy. Because that's like literally his hometown. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's like literally that'd be like loving Will Smith and then, you know, having people bomb West Philadelphia and yeah. being like, no, I still like the people who bomb West Philadelphia. Like, why? What yeah. the f- fuck? That doesn't make and, sense to me. And as a Jewish person, it, it's like, you know, um, listen, uh we have been trying to avoid the charge of uh starting a war on christmas for oh, wow. ever bro forever wait when you we, put it that way that's really fucking funny. yeah it's it's like we are desperately trying to be like no 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 we love christmas we love christmas you know what yeah. let's we're gonna celebrate hanukkah and we're just gonna make mm. it christmas but it's got blue and white lights you know like we have been trying so bad to not kill the christmas spirit just to keep peace with our christian neighbors at least you know i'm talking about uh dia- diaspora jews right. uh and israel comes along and is like um you know we're just gonna we're gonna shoot a couple of uh christians praying in a uh church in gaza and then we're gonna pretend- blow up and destroy the oldest church mm-hmm one of the oldest ones on the fucking planet yeah yeah you know and so we have to you know sit here and just be like that's not i'm not doing war on that's mm," you know it's just like you're putting us in a bad spot but that's kind of what they do they like to put me in a bad spot they like to put every jew on earth in the position of apologizing uh for uh people who i'm like are we even the same guy i don't think so and that's well that's a little bit of what this um podcast is going to be about in terms of uh talking about some of this week's hasbara because this week has been like um uh i mean ever since the seventh there has been like just the most disgusting and out of touch like comedy content Mm -hmm. coming out from uh israel 
Um, From but soldiers like, that have the time to make fucking TikToks. Yes, exactly. And and it's like gotten to a point where, you know, I, just recently where I've like been seeing video after video and I'm just like, one of the defining traits of, I think, of Jews, stereotypically, of course, but I believe this, you know, holds up to be sort of true, um, is that a very funny and self-deprecating people, right? That's like the stereotype. And I find that is the case for a lot of us. And this is just one of many facets of Israeli society where I'm just like, this It's just like, just the, like plainly one of the most unfunny people that I've <laughs> ever seen. Just not a shred of humor inside. Humor the, or humility. Or, or humility yeah. or any of the self-deprecation, none of that stuff. And I think it's because a lot of where that comes from is of course as a defense mechanism from being you know uh, a uh, diasporic people and from you know from dealing with anti-semitism uh you know from neighbors and all that stuff and not being in power and i think as soon as you have the you know the liberty to become the oppressor the sense of humor goes away entirely um yeah. And so, like, the, you know, this... But you don't know it. Like, you still think no, you're funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's you're oblivious to the fact that you're just insufferable. Yes. And I'm like... And I'm watching it, and I'm just like... Usually, Hasbara is very American-focused, right? It's for an American audience. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's meant to be funny, or not funny, but it's meant to be for us. It's meant to be like uh something that we're gonna understand a propaganda spin that like vibes yeah. with western values they're they're making being pro-zionism a brand like a cool brand <laughs> right but like the shit like this is just something that uh happened recently it was from um this uh well i'll just play it uh this is what is clearly a uh someone who is on the hasbara team <laughs> within israel uh because he's holding a camera but he's wearing you know his idf uh flak jacket and uh this is this is the uh the bit this is the bit they do knocking on a door oh no one's home oh and we pan out and we see that we see that the joke uh is that all that's left standing of that building is a door yeah i actually saw that because you tweeted about it uh just a couple hours ago and yeah it makes me so i mean that's honestly terrible and one of the least offensive ones i've seen as far yes, as like yes. stupid fucking no there's go. there's there's thousands of them it's there's just so many videos of like israeli tiktok in which it's just like an israeli woman dressing like an arab covered in blood and doing and covered a dance. in dust and then like yeah. for whatever reason like blacking out her teeth like whatever it is they they it's really fucking gross. It's, and you'll, you'll also see these videos of like live streamers. They're like, oh, there's a, an oh, Israeli yeah. person. And then they're just very honest and vocal about how they're like, we hate Palestine. You should die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, we should kill the Palestinians. Uh, yeah. yeah. And and you just like, I, I watch this and I go like, you know, it's just like, number one, just a deeply, deeply unfunny people. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, number two, I don't think, I think that the, you know, being the uh, oppressor uh, uh, in a society, like being that has warped the entire, um, like, cultural vibe of like Jewish comedy. Cause that's not, it's mm-hmm. not Jewish comedy to no, me. I look at absolutely not. And what I, what I say it's is Israeli that, like, comedy and is, Israel is completely separate. Yes. It's just, it's just different. It's I'm sorry, but it's just complete. Like I look at that and I go like, this is not th- th- who this can't be for us. It's not landing in the way they want it to. It does not land. Not anyway. <laughs> Listen, I love jokes. I love gallows humor. But I think Israelis think that gallows humor is when the hangman does a joke. Mm-hmm. They think that, oh, you know, what's really funny is like if, you know, you kill a bunch of people and then you go like, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, I have to clean up the floor. And it's right. like. That's not you're thinking you're thinking of, I think, maybe like parts of a really, you know, uh, like of maybe a Scorsese movie or whatnot. And like, uh, that's not why that's funny in that movie is not why it's funny in real life. You know what I mean? It's like 100 percent. It's tone deaf and stupid. And I mean, like the. So many people believe that Israel was like a gift for the for Jews after the Holocaust, which is not right. true for I mean, you can just look it up, but like Balfour yes. Declaration, all this other stuff. Right. I think Zionism and the establishment of Israel in general is rooted in anti-Semitism, but that's like 100%. another thing. But when you the Israelis now, they've never been victims of anything. Like like the right. most of the Israelis now, they're just they've always been the occupier, the oppressor, right. the ones with more rights. Yes, and I I think that's just the truly, victim. Yeah, the, vic- the victim of their own hubris, the victim of their apartheid government. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know the 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 victim of terrorists who are doing terrorism for a very specific political purpose that has yes. at the very least a valid. Um, like it, uh, a valid reason for being like, a, there's a, there's no part of me as, uh, as someone who's a Jew who doesn't understand resistance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. that's not to say that I'm uh, a pro violence or anything like that, but like the idea that you would look at these people and, you know, s- see them as just in a vacuum terrorists and not, I mean, they—it's kind of stupid because they do see it because they, they see their oh, retaliation as valid, course. you know, yes. yeah, uh, yeah, by yeah. any means, right? And they, the, the retaliation right. is always uh, when it comes at them terrorism. So it's right. really stupid. Yeah, it's 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 really insane, and it's really like I, I you know I watch something like that, and I'm just like you know. It's one thing to say like, oh, you know, uh, we all uh, we're all indigenous to the land. Like I look at that on its face and I know like, oh, God, like, I'm sorry, but that's you're doing, you know, we're all from well, okay. Africa. <laughs> like, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you just reminded me that Eve Fartlow is trending again. Yeah, I love and when Eve Fartlow trends. Mm. It's beautiful. Uh, also, not our fault that they have like good names for poop puns. Like yeah. uh, Noah Shitsby. Yeah, beautiful. I'm sorry, it's, but yeah. you... Listen, that's not you asked for it. <laughs> you. Listen, I'm sorry, but you kind of did. You can't go around being named Barlow. 
<laughs> no. I mean, she's the one that really made it a thing, though. Right. But... She kept talking about her hate name. Yeah. They called me <laughs> Eve Bartlow. <laughs> All her tweets are too good to be true. But the one that's getting a lot of attention now is about mm. her saying she's going to Israel. I'm going home. I'm and going then home. someone like quote tweeting her being like, you were born. You were born in Scotland. <laughs> You're from Scotland. <laughs> And then now she's replying, being like, every person that agrees that I'm not indigenous to the land is anti-Semitic. They believe in the genocide of the Jews, all this other of stuff. Of course. It's like, uh, it's, I'm just as indigenous to Israel as she is. That's the truth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, I, and listen, I'm sorry, but this is, I've heard this before. It was a thing that like racist housewives used to say in the 90s. They would say, we're all from Africa originally, <laughs> so... I don't see color <laughs> and you'd be Wait, like, um, I do um, want to read the thing. I think I just thought I, oh, her tweets the are, fart low thing. Yeah. The, yes, her please. tweets are just, Oh wow. Okay. When you click on the, this, this is like a very obvious thing. When you click on the trending thing, other things are reminding me of the dumb stuff she says, but she yeah, said no, recently the, that so long Gen Z from now on, I call you Gen H generation Hamas. Yeah. Well, it's another letter. I, I, you know, oh, it's, okay. Yeah. Never forget mm -hmm. this. Sorry. Okay. This is her tweet from 2013, uh, March 17th. I hate it when the only seats left on the bus are seats Mexicans just sat in. Like, who wants to feel Latino <laughs> butt heat when they sit down? Barf face. So that's who's but, indigenous, I suppose. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, listen, she was young. She was probably not, on Dayquil. She was on probably on Dayquil. She was probably on Sudafed, <laughs> and she had not yet honed and you know targeted her racism yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now she would be horrified that she said that about anyone who wasn't Palestinian. That's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that would be. I that like just, that at the end. I was like, yeah. wait, and then you, you got it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. You know, I make jokes and stuff, and the reason for that is because I'm not Israeli. Here's the thing, I'm. I, uh, you make good listen, jokes. You make good jokes because you're not Israeli. Right. That's, a, yeah. you know, I, and, and, and listen, there are good Israeli comedians. They are all leftists. Uh, and uh, I would not put them in the category of, you know, the rest of their country. But they know. They know the amount of fucking hogs who will laugh at the dead over there. Yeah, because and the they're Israeli horrified by it, too. The Israeli government has, when I mentioned earlier that they're victims of, when, like, yeah, yes, they're, they're victims of the apartheid regime or whatever, but they're also, right. like, so many of them have been brainwashed to truly not think Palestinians and Muslims are human. Right. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's really, it's scary because you, yes. that's why it's acceptable to blow them up in mass and mm -hmm. just dehumanize them to that level. But okay, I was thinking about this with the knocking on the door video that you shared. Mm -hmm. They're really just proving, they're showing their ass. Like what 100%. kind of indigenous person that sees the land as sacred is right. boasting about destroying ancient buildings or mm. like burning olive trees. Like the mm -hmm. most, the, the best uh, argument against Zionism is truly that if you love the land, you wouldn't destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that is 100% true. I think the, the idea of like tying the Zionist project 
to like a sacred religious love for the land. You know, Ben Gurion going to the beach and kissing the ground and stuff like that, you know, and standing on his head and all that. Like this idea of this beautiful, sacred, promised land thing. It's like one of many myths surrounding Zionism as uh, being anything other than about uh, domination and ethnic cleansing. You know, like, yes, you would not... In that way, I'm glad that there are these the videos. holy land. Yeah, but <laughs> you like, do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like in that way, I'm glad that they're so oblivious to post this kind of shit because oh, that's that's the truth. That's who they are, and yes. so real people with with actual brains will see that for what it is. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, in a way, it's kind of nice that they're so shameless because I know we're getting it straight from the source. I know it's 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 really like you know again it's this is one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was because I was like oh they're they're so bad at it now yeah. they're so bad they're at it really bad at it now. they used to be good at it though and and like you know i'll still talk to people who like they were so good at it people are still repeating you know wait the well, same... give me an example i don't, I don't know if i uh, they, were, they were good at it in that like they could get the liberals on board That's true. by being yeah. like we love gay people we are, you know, oh, we, this, does Chelsea Handler know a Shitsby video. Have you seen uh, videos of that going I, around? I just someone just sent that to me right before we started the podcast. And so I'm like, oh, I haven't had time to to see all the the bullshit and all the lies that are, that a are in there. A big part of it is how uh, if gay people need to love Israel because like it's they accept gay people, which is like actually not true. You're not it's, even gay marriages it, are not allowed. Yeah. Gay, if you can't get gay married in Israel. Yeah. Just period. You it's cannot. Purest, get, actually, no, that's a really good point. Yeah. They were good at pinkwashing Israel. They've been 100%. really good at that because everyone believes mm-hmm. that Israel loves gay people, which is not true. Right. But Right. That's but good Hasbro, they were I suppose. Very, yes. I mean, it worked. And it, and, yeah. and and it's it works so well that people still repeat the same things now. But the problem is now when someone flies a pride flag in the ruins of a oh residential neighborhood, yeah. people go, oh, wait. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, not me. <laughs> uh, I, I think I see what this is. Like you make it obvious. Like again, it's they're showing their own ass. Yes, yes. They're, they show now they're showing their own ass in this way. And then you know I've said this I think on the last pod, which is that like you know this is what happens when you've been able to like uh, shift further and further right wing and do war crimes with impunity is that eventually you're just like you get a little bit rusty at the game because mm-hmm. you've never really had to work that hard. You know, because no one's really taking you to task anymore. So now all of their propaganda sounds so insane. And I have another example. um, And this one is uh, so this one is do 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 do. All right. Water. Um, This is a guy named uh, at little buddy Max. Uh, his his name is Max. He's got uh, Star of David, a heart, a mm. rainbow flag. Uh, oh, Canada. You know, uh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. So you know, he's a Canadian Zionist. I assume. I don't know. So uh, he is quote tweeting Greta Thunberg. You know her. She is a climate activist uh, mm-hmm. from one of those uh, derby derby places. Where is she from? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's not racist <laughs> to do a Scandinavian voice, okay? I'm doing this fucking Swedish show. Uh, 
so, she is she is Swedish for the record. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, it's me, Greta Thunberg. No, she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's a climate activist, and uh, she has been, you know, uh, from the beginning a vocal voice for uh, Palestinians and for ceasefire. And um, she had that octopus in the background. She had the octopus plushie. So she should be tried at the Hague and murdered. Um, But uh, yeah, so she uh, posted climate strike week uh, 279 hashtag uh, Fridays for future hashtag climate strike. And um, in Swedish, uh, it says, you know, a big sign in Swedish that says like strike for climate. Mm-hmm. And then right next to it is a sign that says free Palestine. Now, uh, little buddy Max here is quote tweeted it saying Israel leads the world in water recycling at 92 percent solar water uh, heating at 83 percent invented drip <laughs> irrigation revitalized soil uh, damage by autom- your intro song. Yes. Yes. This is <laughs> see, uh, this is literally right. Uh, uh, damaged by Ottoman railway and agricultural malpractice. Received native species like revived, Judean. Revived. Oh, revived species like uh, um, native. Uh, revived native species like Judean date palms and wheat strains that went extinct due to colonization. Mm, interesting choice of words. Um, so. Uh, just looking at that, um, this is what, and I'm sure this term exists. I haven't Googled it, but this is like what I would call like greenwashing it. And, it, and, yeah. and it shows, um, uh, there's a few things going on in there in terms of old Israeli Hasbara. Um, so you have the, actually we're really, Israel is great for the climate, you know, mm-hmm. net zero carbon never emission. never anything wrong. Yeah. No, exactly. And also, um, you know, like the intro song, uh, the other way they invent <laughs> is they start up wash it. They go like, look at all the things we invented, the cherry yeah. tomato, we're USB. Geniuses. <laughs> yeah, we're geniuses, you know. And um, so I, I, just like looking in, at that now, uh, I, when I saw that, the first thing that I tweeted was, Thank you so much for bringing this out, uh, you know, into the open. Israel does not get enough credit for um, being like the best in the West at banking rainwater. Google West Bank rainwater. Yep. <laughs> and yep. uh, so the bit in there that I was doing was essentially um, if you don't know. And I, I always find a lot of people who don't know this stuff, which is why I'm very uh, happy to explain mm-hmm. this shit uh, is that um, Israel does not let uh, does not let the occupied territories um, gather rainwater. Uh, there has been an occupation of water uh, since 1967, um, since the you know uh, the occupation of the West Bank and Gaza Strip. Uh, it is like one of those things where you. When you first read about it, you're uh, like you see it as like a tweet um, mm-hmm. and you go like, uh, I don't know, I, well, like that, like it, it, you, you that can't, can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. You're like, OK, maybe that's probably like there's like a grain of truth. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, you know, then I was looking it up and I found that there is a Snopes article about this and i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna read the snopes article and i gotta say shout out to uh to snopes because i was 
honestly like surprised at how much actual research that they did into this fucking snopes okay <laughs> so palestinians for for uh, forbidden from collecting rainwater because it's deemed quote israeli property which is crazy and, just a side note like mm-hmm. they take their land and then they occupy not just the land but the fucking sky like yes it's- <laughs> Yes, they literally occupy the sky and the contents of the sky. So they talked about this post and that's claimed uh, rainwater is a property of Israel and Palestinians are forbidden from gathering rainwater. Rainwater is the property of Israel. mm -hmm. Just that sentence is crazy. (laughs) Yes, yes. And it they said uh, it appeared to quote a U.N. report as well. And in this article, not only do they confirm that it was actually taken from a real report by independent human rights organizations uh, submitted to a UN body in 2011, which found that Palestinians in the West Bank were not able to gather rainwater for their needs. Um, It not only found that, uh, but it also uh, found like tons of other sources, including from 2017 Amnesty International report titled The Occupation of Water, per the report in the 1967 Israeli military authorities. Uh, in, in, in 1967, Israeli military authorities consolidated complete power over all water resources and water-related infrastructure in the occupied Palestinian te- territories. Uh, military Order 158, and that's something you should look up on your own. It required that all Palestinians get a permit from the Israel, Israeli military before constructing any new water installation. And since then, any extraction of water and water infrastructure development has had to go through Israel, which has resulted in, quote, devastating consequences for, Palis- for Palestinians there, according to Amnesty International. Um, Israel even controls the collection of rainwater through most of the West Bank and rainwater harvesting cisterns owned by Palestinian communities are often destroyed by the Israeli army. So, honestly, shout out to Snopes. (laughs) Like, Snopes is that website that you go to to see if that's actually that lady's titties. You know what I mean? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, not me, not me, but other people who would like want to see titties. Like, yeah, like Snopes is the amount of stuff that I, I used to read on Snopes was always, um, it was always fun little internet rumors. You know what I, you know what I mean? Uh, and like the idea that there are like journalists at Snopes who are like, <laughs> let's dig in and actually doing real journalism. I'm like better than the fucking New York Times. Usually, better than New York Times. Know? Better than the Washington Post. Better than most yeah. major print journalist, uh, you know, uh, journalistic institutions, and of course, not to mention any 24-hour news network. So you look at that, and then you look at I don't know that that post by our, by our by our little buddy Max, and you just go like the fucking audacity <laughs> to be yeah. like. You know, Israel's actually really good at recycling water. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we don't give it to people <laughs> who are dying of thirst or who are dying of hunger and cannot fucking, you know, grow their own plants. But we're good at recycling it. That's the dumbest. I mean, that's another. Yeah, it's greenwashing in a way. Yeah. You know? It's and it's it's so like you really you really got to have all that. You got to you got to have 
chutzpah, but like an evil version of chutzpah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be, what do you call that? Uh, being a, it's like being a piece of shit. <laughs> balls of shit. Yeah, 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 balls yeah, of, yeah. Not balls yeah. of steel. Ball, yeah, I balls to, of I shit. I have to work on that one. I'm sorry, that was not. No, funny. no, um, that, but there's where where this. But like, is and a, they, they have they have a uh, they're just shameless and they're incorrect takes it's it's, it's crazy and it, they stated yeah. it as facts it's, oh yeah yeah of course <sighs> they said well i mean you know that's the thing it's like you it's it's the same with every bit of husbara that they do every bit of like pr about how great israel is it's like if you don't count you know uh the five million palestinians living in apartheid <laughs> it is a democracy well, that's something that really bothers me about I mean, this is also the left says this, too, but like mm-hmm. how there was peace before or like mm-hmm. there's uh, there was a t- period of 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 peace between any of them at any point since Israel's creation, which is just, just simply not true because no. No. the peace in Israel is reliant on the occupation of an entire people. Yes. yes. So I just really hate when anyone mentions like, let's, let's just go back to the way it was or whatever. It Pre-67. Is. It, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's usually, you know, how, how it goes. And uh, yeah, no people, the amount of like, there's levels to being deprogrammed from Zionism. Mm-hmm. There's multiple levels. Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here. Have you seen Chuck Norris lately? Not like around, you know, the block or whatnot. I'm not saying have you seen, run into him at your local grocery store. I'm saying, Have you seen what his body looks like? He is still kicking butt and staying active well into his 80s. And what's even more shocking is he somehow looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike other green drinks out there, this one actually tastes like strawberry lemonade and has hundreds of five-star reviews. Since I started drinking Morning Kick, and yes, I have started drinking it. Why? Because they sent me some. And honestly, I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. My body looks leaner. And I have energy all day. I just, I feel younger, even though I I am a young man. I feel even younger, bro. Like, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm someone who is obsessed with gut health, all right? You know, I, I I drink kombucha. I like a I like a probiotic drink. I do all sorts of things to make sure that my gut is healthy. And I'll tell you, this is actually great for your gut, and it actually tastes good, which is not something you can say about kombucha. Let's be honest. And another thing I loved about it: easy to prepare. I love that it's just something you just mix with water and stir. I didn't have to like you know learn to make a culture from a scoby or whatever. Like I just had to. Buy some morning kick, mix it with water, stir it, drink it down. And it tasted great. So if you want something that tastes good, makes your digestion feel smoother, and make your body look leaner and give you more energy, try morning kick. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash pod yourself for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Plus, every purchase is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, a boost of energy, and just an overall healthier body, then go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash pod yourself today. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, like I think the beginner level is when you're like, I'm for a two state solution, you know, uh, I would end the occupation in the West bank and in the Gaza strip, you know? And like, that is like, that's something that's like, you're just like, um, you're like a baby Mm anti-Zionist. Like you're not an anti-Zionist, you know, you're just like, um, you're just a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, and then. Uh, you know, and you see like who's real and who's not based on um, where they claim occupation is happening <laughs> because they they don't want to talk shit about Zionism, but they'll say, yes, the the occupation is bad. And of course, I agree. The occupation is bad. The occupation, though, uh, if you are not including the ethnic cleansing of 1948 in your analysis of uh, the crimes committed by Israel, um, then you are living in this like fantasy world in which uh, everyone is, you know, like, um, yeah, everyone was peaceful before 1967. It was just like, you know, oh, the Arabs will go to war. And then, you know how, you know how Arabs are. Yeah. Shireen, you know, they always go to war. <laughs> that's There's, awesome. That's you guys. You're always saying Allahu Akbar and stuff. And we're just like, hey. hey that, that's a different fucking bone I have to pick with everybody because yeah. for some reason, every Arabic phrase is now terrifying to people. And it makes me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. No, I mean, it's true. It's just like uh, you can't you can't say fucking algebra anymore without someone trying to call you anti-Semitic. <laughs> Wait, you know? okay, you're reminding me of something that... Oh, yeah, okay. I watched this documentary called Tentura. Have you seen Tentura from 2022? No, I've not seen Tentura. So you might have seen clips of it. It's basically, Maybe I saw clips of Tentura. Uh, it's been going around a little bit just because they, they interviewed... The, the director interviews these ex-Israeli soldiers who fought in the Nakba, mm-hmm. and they're very candid about how... They killed everyone in this town of Tentura and how oh, it was really like okay. rich. And then there's a guy yes. that like is laughing about how his friend raped a 16 year old girl. And right. Yeah, you know, I have seen those clips. Yeah. So the actual documentary was interesting because it's really good. And mm-hmm. uh, well, most I mean, I, I wish they had more Palestinian voices, but I'm going to get to that in a second mm-hmm. because I didn't know anything about the director until I looked him up. And mm. in his words, he is the biggest Zionist ever. Oh, and fun. it really confused me because the whole point of the film mm-hmm. is to make Israel acknowledge that the Nakba happened mm-hmm. and that atro- they did do an atrocity and then to move on. And yeah. that's where the line is for him. It's mm. I'm a Zionist. I can't condemn these old men because in his words, they're like my grandparents. Yeah. But if we can just like build a monument to commemorate yeah, the, no, the people do we land, killed. We'll we do can, a, a land just, acknowledgement. Like, yeah, we can just like end this once and for all. It's like, actually, no, it's not going to end with a fucking <laughs> statue. Yes, this is, I think, <sighs> one of the just, things. It really no, made I, me mad. <laughs> no, I would be furious too, because then you're just like, um, it'd be like talking about, um, 
you know, like, I think we need to acknowledge what we've done to the Native American population. Like, you know, a year before the Trail of Tears, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, or like, it's like if... As it's happening. As it's happening. It's like if uh, Christopher Columbus's son (laughs) was like... (laughs) throwing blankets of fucking smallpox on Indians and going like, man, you know, we really got to say like, we've done some bad stuff in the past, man. It's all, but it's all in the past. That's the important thing to remember. Like there's like this, yeah. this desperate need um, in For Israel. Growth. You know, it's like, oh, we're, we're, we're good now. If, even the, if we were yes. bad before, we're good now. And it's like, yeah. no, you're, you're not. You yeah, never, because you, you will never be good. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's because you are, you are still mid ethnic cleansing. Yeah, you know, like the and and you've added apartheid on top of that. And I think this is like something that like Israelis desperately, desperately want is to fast forward to the part where they are America and they mm-hmm. can do a land acknowledgement and they can do yeah. fucking, um, you know, reservations and give Palestinians casinos. They, they want to fast forward to that part. And the problem is, is they are still mid ethnic cleansing. And it's not to, you know, I'm not, America's not off the hook by any means for being, I, you know, America is the biggest, toughest, thug on the block who is responsible for i mean you know if you I mean, talk the about the biggest terrorist organization in my book on the, the planet, biggest so. terrorist organization yeah. a worldwide terrorist organization and uh you know so they they're not off the hook by any means the difference is is that the uh we are all personally on our phones watching the continued mm-hmm. ethnic cleansing and people in israel are just like we just want to get to the part where we can pretend that we didn't want this. And yeah, that exactly. had we exactly. been around, we would have stopped it. Can't we get there? It's like peak, peak liberal fucking whiny bullshit. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's one it of will. the reasons I can't stand a liberal Zionist. Cause you are like, you're trying to write the history of being sorry and humble exactly. while you still have a chance to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. And for those that don't know, mm. talking about the Nakba or just even, it's not allowed to be taught in schools. Like People mm. in Israel are taught a very brainwashed, incorrect version of history where mm-hmm. truly they're, they've never done anything wrong and the Arabs have always been bothering them. Like yes. That is essentially what they learn. And so... Yes. The liberal Zionists, as as far as this fucking, I don't want to, I mean, maybe this director is like this, but it just feels like he took one step uh, towards like good with being Mm -hmm. like, actually, we have to talk about the Nakba. It it was a terrible thing we did. We, we, we have committed sins. Yes. Yeah. But he's not going to leave Israel. He's not going to condemn the men that are glorifying rape and murder. He's not Mm going to like, it's... It's it's truly just guilt. It's it's yes. just like trying to absolve himself it's and be like, I'm one of the abs- good ones. I'm one yes. of the good ones. It's trying to absolve yourself from the the the, the guilt, shame. and f- it's trying to frame this as a thing of the past. Yeah. The idea that the brutality was something that was sadly like a one and done thing. <laughs> yeah, a one and done thing that was uh, you know sadly necessary. Um, but also so cruel and, you know, Okay, wait, he said that in the interview, he said 
it had to happen like yeah. basically like I, I it blew my mind because the yeah. documentary is parts of it are really powerful and yeah, you hear these soldiers yeah. like being disgusting and it, it's yeah. it's truly them showing their asses again i guess in a way yeah but that's also part of it it's like well it had to happen but it was bad i had the i had almost the exact same experience uh recently with um a book that i had read years ago uh by this haaretz journalist named ari shavit it's called my promised land when i first read the book it was like i don't know this was like maybe like a decade ago um and i was still you know um still in the baby phase of you know well, you've uh, been through all the phases that's right i've been yeah. through all the phases yeah now yeah. i'm now i'm in the phase where i'm, I'm in the like full anarchist phase where yeah. I just, i'm way too <laughs> radicalized <laughs> i do not believe in states and yeah. uh, any status at this point to me is my moral enemy yeah. no but like um uh when i first read it i was like wowed by kind of the candidness at which he would mm. talk about the Nakba mm -hmm. and and at which he would talk about the brave like the um atrocities committed that he saw that he witnessed personally like wow. in Gaza he served in Gaza uh you know as part of the uh, IDF and you know he had thoughts of being like a um conscientious objector slash you know going to prison and whatnot but then he decided you know i uh, yeah I'm, i want to be a journalist i should go there and experience it and then write it down and he in it like he it was the most candidate i had ever heard an israeli be about a nazi comparison you know and he said that you know of course you know we're not the same uh, uh, or he said, of course, we are different than the Nazis. But the problem is what I experienced there in Gaza is I realized we're not different enough that wow. it was the closest that I'd seen someone like just being real mm -hmm. about the fact that like this, you know, ban on comparing anything to the Nazis, uh, you know, with regards to Israel is like this is the first time I'd see someone like take that yeah. and say, no, nah, fuck that. And he's probably um, one of the only people that can do that. What's that? He's probably one of the only people that can do that. You know what well, I mean? Well, right. I mean, like, especially, you know, an Israeli, I think, is is like, you know, I just had never seen that yeah. before. And um, and I was like, you know, after the seventh, you know, I was like, I'm going to like revisit this fucking book. Mm -hmm. And I was reading it again. And I was like, wait a second. He was doing exactly what you're describing the director of this documentary doing. I realized as I, I like at the time that I had read it the first time, I was still in the space where I was like, you know, Israel did what it, uh, you know, Israel, what it did in the past was, of course, awful. But what we really should be focusing on is 1967 peace. Yeah. and peace and all that. And then as I was like going through this book more and more. It was just like, well, what do you, what can you do with these people? As right. I was like getting, and I was like, wait well. a second, I agreed with this. And then, and then I was like, but there's so many parts in it that were just like, so mm -hmm. like honest and like, and I was like, yeah. And then it would, you would get to this part where you would just, he would just basically say that, you know, at the end of the day, it's, if it's them or us, it's gotta be us. And I'm like, exactly. Ugh, exactly. Ugh. And then. Uh, I was like, like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, is he on t fucking Instagram? And then I went on Instagram and, um, he did like a whole video 
talking about um, like just all Hasbara talking points. Every single one, you know, on the seventh, uh, this happened. And uh, let me tell you about what Hamas uh, is talking about um, Hamas is an agent is a, uh, you know, is a terrorist organization yeah, that is committed. Yeah. Co yeah. Proxy for Iran committed to the destruction of all Jews of the world. And I'm just like, I can't believe this, but you wrote the part in the book where you said not, you said you were Nazis. You said it yeah. in the book. I mean, I'm glad that was the takeaway you've had all these years though. You know? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, the parts that that, that rang, you know, that, that affected me were the parts that were the I think, yeah. honestly, the most honest and the and, ones you uh, needed to hear at the time. Yeah, and 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 then you know, like he he had these like critiques of like Israeli peaceniks, and I took mm. that as kind of like a um, a critique of their ineffectiveness and why they were ineffective. And I mean, it, and it was, but I realized that what his his critique was was that they weren't pragmatic enough and they weren't honest enough about the enemy that we're facing yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh no no oh, that's a big yikes I, it's it, a big yikes dog uh, it's I a mean, big because you you realize that the, there's like the biggest and hardest hurdle i think for a lot of you know israelis is like coming to the point where you are having to not only face, you know, the, all the actions, shame, like all, it's, yeah, it's all shame. It's all, it's, it's all shame, but, it, but, but then having to not place it as the, a, something that only happened in the past and having mm -hmm. to, you know, basically put yourself in a position which, you know, you feel is an impossible position, which is to tell all your Israeli neighbors, like, uh, Guys, this is apartheid and it can't it can't stand anymore. And the truth of it is, is that, you know, we can't we cannot sustain this without um, the end of what we deem as a Jewish state. Mm -hmm. And and what they deem as a Jewish state, I think, is the big problem here, because yeah. what they deem as a Jewish state is a state in which there is a population control. And yeah. I think you can't, that's completely unsustainable. You can fucking still be a, you know, a state that has Jewish names and Jewish leaders and all that stuff and not have apartheid. Mm -hmm. You can still do that. Well, that is something that I really, uh, I hate that they did this well, but mm -hmm. the f Israel's flag is truly some of their greatest branding because that's probably it has, the best Hezbara. It has this holy symbol on it that mm -hmm. so many people are, are deemed sacred i even deem yeah. it like somewhat sacred because like i recognize that it's powerful you know yeah it's a so religious symbol yeah. yeah so when you see that flag getting boycotted or burned or like when you see someone like put an x through it it triggers something in people that don't know better and that's right. what they want like that's yeah. that, it's 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 it the triggers, most it triggers something and kind of like people who care mm -hmm. about things like you know not desecrating someone's religion and the problem is is that that is not actually what they're doing in the act yeah. of burning an israeli flag uh but, you but know the, i mean the fact that they chose that for the flag is evil and ingenious and really infuriating because they've they've forever entrenched themselves in a religion that they have nothing i mean it's it's truly not about religion anymore. It's a, it's an yeah. ethno state that yes. is that was 
literally based in, in anti-Semitism from the start. Like mm-hmm. Arthur Balfour hated Jews and didn't mm-hmm. want them to come to Britain. So mm-hmm. he was like, go here. Like yeah. that's Zionism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's also, you know, I think for me, I look at Zionism um, based on the excuses of um the justifications for its existence by American Zionists specifically. Um, and that justification, um, uh, well, let me just say this. I look at Zionism as defeatism. Mm. Zionism is absolutely defeatism. People justify in America, um, they justify the existence of Israel and the need for the existence of Israel as that place that we're going to need to go inevitably. One day... They're all going to come after us. It's going to happen. And we're, we're going to need Israel, you know, to, you know, to go to and to bail us out. And to me, I look at the people who support like phrases by Biden, like there's not one single Jew safe in the world without Israel yeah. and supporting that and being like, well, he just understands his history. He just understands his history. He understands that no Jew is safe. And I realize that I'm like, uh, the question I guess I would pose to them is like, okay, if an anti-Semitic president uh, came to power and an anti-Semitic Congress and, you know, Senate and all that stuff, and they uh, forcefully uh, deported all Jews to Israel, would that be a good thing? Mm -hmm. Or because if you don't think that would be a good thing, is it's because you're like no because i'm not fr- I, I live here i'm being <laughs> deprived of of uh, you know my land my land my place of birth my place where my fucking ancestors are my mother my father my mm-hmm. grandfather you know like okay so to me i look at this and i go like so if you if you actually think that israel's whole purpose whole existence is for you to someday you or your children your grandchildren someday are gonna have to go to then you're a fucking defeatist that that is your way of saying that like at some point no matter what we're always gonna be the victims we're always going there they're always gonna come after us Mm -hmm. no matter fucking what and i will defend my fucking contingency plan by any means necessary it means it doesn't matter how many fucking palestinians get killed i still will one day someone i'm related to is gonna need to go there and i'm like that is fucking it's not only disgusting for obvious reasons you would let people die just in case (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) i've never I've never thought of it this way. So this is a really, it's a great argument because it's like, I thought you guys were, were the chosen people. And I thought also social justice is a big thing of the, like, you know, Israel's whole fucking Hasbara plan, you know, with trying to get liberal Americans is like, we believe in social justice. (laughs) And I'm like, you believe in it to an extent uh, that, uh, you know, you would let all these people die just to defend the idea that someday you might need to fucking hide out because no matter what you do, uh, you're like, you're giving up. That's you giving yeah. up as it's really a Jewish person. It's really against all the tenets of Judaism to begin with. Oh, of like, course. It's, of it's course it is. pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, I just, I look at the like, I'm giving up thing of like, uh, of this contingency plan that we all have 
And I, I just look at it as like complete defeatism. Yeah. Just complete fucking like, no, you know, at some point we're just going to, there's nothing we can do about it. They're going to kick us out or try to kill us. And I, and I, I can't help but look at that and just be like, I don't know how many of you actually believe that. Yeah. It's a double-edged really sword, don't. though, because at the same time, they're saying Arabs will always want to kill us. And you yes. know what I mean? Arabs will yeah. always be barbaric and evil and mm-hmm. and they will never change. So yeah. it's... We got to make sure that, yeah. you know, and that's like the worst part is that it's like, okay, so wait, so... <sighs> So someday the Nazis are going to take over America and they're going to fucking try to kill all the Jews. So then we're going to go over to Israel and Israel is still unsafe because it is filled with uh, surrounded by Arabs who hate it. So are you saying we have to kill all the fucking Arabs in the Middle East so that we can be safe? So one day when America (laughs) becomes Nazi, like there's so many steps removed all to justify this. If we're being honest, this like fucking... um, you know, this like club med, this, 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 uh, you know, for Americans, for American Zionists, it's like, this is a fucking club, an exclusive club that you don't want to let go of because you've made up some reasons in your head why it's necessary. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's a great way to put it. And I've never thought of it that way. And I'm going to think about it that way for now, from now on, but mm-hmm. to go back to the idea that it ended, mm-hmm. I think or like it was like a one and done thing people are for like it and also like comparing it to the holocaust all that stuff i I think people don't realize that this is the genocide didn't start two months ago right it's been it's been a slow genocide for almost a century yes yes and i mean by design by design why are we comparing atrocities like that's the dumbest thing i've ever even heard like why do we do that why do we do that it's like we don't want to like really like what is that game where it's like but we had it worse okay you guys suffered too but why does that negate a i'll tell you why century long genocide <laughs> i i'll tell you why um because the whole by design the whole plan of uh zionism with regards to taking over the land was supposed to be gradual because it was mm-hmm. the only way that they could justify it exactly uh, like ben gurian uh literally said and like you know uh, uh those uh, you know in his cadre uh were saying like the, the world is not gonna like it if we just go in and you know fucking <laughs> we go to a holocaust essentially we gotta do our good hasbro Yeah. uh, And it's they uh, initially it was going to be about a a, uh, just an immigration plan to Mm -hmm. eventually overwhelm the demographics there to also in their words, colonization. Yes. And in their words, colonization. Um, And, uh, you know, in order to overwhelm the population uh, and and overtake them demographically. Uh, Once the state of Israel was then, you know, created, um, then it became a war and it became they saw villages that they said in order for us to at least have a contiguous fucking strip of land here we're gonna have to do some massacres we're gonna have to fucking you know uh kill oh, everyone no. in dare you see people are fighting us because we're taking their homes like it's right. like <laughs> right or or we are uh, people are mad at us because uh the the people who fled uh we now own their homes <laughs> you know framing just, it as a war even then is fucking bullshit like, yes it's, 
Yes. It really makes me but, mad. But to, to, to your point about like, you know, why, why this comparison mm-hmm. their, 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 their whole thing is, is that, listen, we, the reason we didn't, uh, uh, this is the reason we're trying to do it slowly is so that it can be palatable. And mm-hmm. so every time someone calls this a genocide, they get mad. They say, no, we're specifically not. We could, if we wanted to kill, they will say this out loud. We could, if we wanted to yeah, wipe them a, all out, kill that is them an all. argument that I've seen too they've, many times. They've literally said this and the, you know, and they say it as just kind of like, well, see, we're not doing a genocide, <laughs> but what they're mad about is the fact that people are calling them on their fucking bullshit uh, plan, which is to do this fucking ethnic cleansing and genocide, but slowly mm-hmm. do it so it's palatable. And when people say this is not palatable, they get mad about it because they're like, what the hell, man? Like, we're trying to do it like gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing tr- it like America did. Yeah, we're trying to be nice about it. Like, yeah. we're we're not trying to fucking, we're not trying to do Nazi Germany. We're trying to do America. We will poison the native population. We will, we will deprive them of their rights and their freedoms. We will uh, dehumanize them and call them savages. And we will, you know, turn the world against them. Uh, and we'll kill them, you know, through guns and disease. Also using not, very similar tactics from the Holocaust, like of well, of course they yeah. are. Yeah, I mean they you they'll they'll use the tactics. The one thing they avoid is the death camp. Uh, you know the specific death camp machine, and they say, well, that means we can do whatever we want mm-hmm. as long as we're not doing that. It's like uh, one of the things that I've been saying is, you know, they they say things like essentially what they're saying is like, hey, listen, it's not a genocide. Until we kill yeah. all of them. That's what, a crazy and once, <laughs> once we kill all of them, then you can be mad. And Another like, argument that is ridiculous is yeah. they always cite the population growth of Palestine. Being like, oh, if it yes. was a genocide, why are there so many Palestinians still being born? <laughs> why, yeah. Why, well, uh, how come they're still having babies? And it's like... like <laughs> that is not what a genocide is. Like, it's, yeah, it's literally well, like... I mean, genocide is, in my, in my yeah. view... Mm-hmm. Based on the intent of the genocider, like that no, is of course. where that's the pinnacle. That, that's where it starts. No, it it is absolutely genocide. Uh, yeah. What what is happening? I think the the with them, they are saying, uh, it's not a it, it it's not a holocaust. Is what they're saying. They get triggered At- when we, they hear the word holocaust, and Zionists get triggered when they. Because people are calling Gaza an open air concentration camp. Right. And a lot of Zionists find that offensive because how dare you compare that right. to Their whole actual concentration is, It's camps. not that bad. We have actively taken measures to make this palatable to you. Mm-hmm. And you're not falling for it (laughs) like that's why they're pissed and and that's true it's really true that's why this podcast exists (laughs) that is why it exists but uh you know it also exists for this very last bit uh that i'm gonna do i like to do at the end of all these podcasts a little palate cleanser um this is some great art um do you remember there is a list guy a list guy he was the one who he went into, uh, I think it was Al Shifa. Um, oh, the uh, list guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, hospital. That and he found dumbass. the calendar. Yeah. The one with all the, the, 
the Hamas uh, yes. schedules and yes. the, the hostages <laughs> yeah. that they're guarding. Yes, yeah, this is a schedule of, of hostages we're guarding. Uh, yeah, so um, someone made this online and I just wanted to post it. Um, play it for us here as a palate okay. cleanser to make us, you know, calm mm-hmm. and feel good to go into this Christmas not <laughs> seething with fucking rage. So I'll play some of it okay. right now. This list in Arabic... In Arabic, this list says Hamas. 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 That's amazing. Isn't that nice? Isn't that's um, that's real. That's good. Also, I love that they included the the strong ch in the yeah yeah. They, they did Hamas. the Israeli ch. Yeah. They did yeah. that. I like that. I like that. That's really good. That's great. Yeah. So shout out to the creator that I you know it was reposted so many times. I didn't see who the originator was because Twitter fucking sucks now, and you can't mm-hmm. see who did the original post. Um, but whoever made that, shout out to you. Uh, and shout out for that nice KH sound at the mm-hmm. beginning of Hamas. <laughs> um, Shireen, thank you so much for coming on Bad Hezbara and talking about some Hezbara with me. That was that was a nice uh, vending session. So you're welcome. Good. And That's thank you for. for having me. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. You're wonderful. People can listen to you on Ethnically Ambiguous. Is that right? Yes, they can listen to me ethically ambiguous. I also am one of the rotating hosts of It Could Happen Here. And great show. Uh, I'm also a filmmaker, but like in quotes because I haven't made a film in a while. So, well, listen, yeah. art sometimes is a process. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I made one this year. I don't know why I'm being so annoying. Yeah. But, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> uh, my point is. You're that, a filmmaker. That doesn't matter, and you're actually. No, no, no. Okay. That doesn't matter. I, I think my takeaway is just to have people keep talking about Palestine and, uh, yeah, follow accounts and Palestinians that are uh, sharing what's happening. I think yeah. that is what uh, all of our responsibility as consumers of social media right now yes. is uh, to not let it become something that we used to talk about. A hundred percent. I completely agree. And that is one of the reasons I want to, the many reasons that I started this podcast is because I feel like we uh, have short attention spans and I worry Mm -hmm. that people will, um, you know, move on. And uh, personally, I don't want that because at the end of the day, I, uh, I love Palestinians. I love yeah. uh, you know uh, people. It's I human love children. To care. Like it's it's a human thing to care, and I, I like, think uh, I like alive children so much. Yeah. Like I have a child, and uh, mm-hmm. if I have and to she's see, really cute. She's, really, she's cute. really fucking cute. And I have, if I have to see one more dead child, um, I'm uh, I'm going to set myself on fire. So oh, no, no, I won't do that. But okay. you know, it's uh, yeah. The anyways. desire will be there. Point is. I'm so grateful for you and I'm grateful for the stuff that um, you guys uh, have been talking about. I'm very grateful for you. I hope you know that. I think Mm. you're one of the few people that has been able to like make me laugh (laughs) during all of this stupidness (laughs) because it's like, oh, 
Because you're like scrolling through fucking Instagram, this black hole of hell. Hell. And, like, yeah. and, then, and then I get to one of your videos and it's like, Matt's doing his thing again. Great. Uh, thanks. Uh, I, well, I, nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I'm glad. And also, I, yeah. I really do think anti-Zionist Jewish people are essential to the liberation of Palestine. So well, I think I'm really grateful for you as well. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I I, uh, I think the fact that we're essential, uh, I, I don't I mean, I don't necessarily think that we are essential, but I guess what I mean is uh, I I'm always made uncomfortable by that idea just because of the fact that it's it's because Israel is so good at making anyone who is not Jewish feel scared yeah. uh, that they will be called out for anti-Semitism, that it really is incumbent upon Jewish people of conscious uh, conscience in this, uh, you know, in the diaspora and, and yeah. in Israel. It's incumbent on us to say shit because we are the only ones who were that that accusation of anti-Semitism doesn't stick to as well. We still get it. Yeah. Oh, now you're not time. Jewish, though. But now you're not right. really. No, you're I'm not be Jewish. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the, 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 truthfully, I'm a secular Jew. I'm only Jewish enough to displace a Palestinian family if mm. I wanted to. Yeah. And uh, that is not Jewish enough for everyone uh, who's a Zionist, but for some reason Jewish enough for the Zionist state of Israel. <laughs> so that is the contradiction we yeah. live in. Ba -ba I guess what I meant by essential, this is like a little disclaimer. No, 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 of course. No, no, is yes. Is that I think it's really important to have people unpack how they no, unlearn Zionism. Because 100%. I, 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 like I agree Gab with Gabor you. Gabor Mate, is that how you say his name? Yeah, uh, Gabor Mate. He's one of the most powerful Gabor. speakers, Gabor. Mm. Uh, he's like, he talks about this so eloquently and emotionally and well because he knows how terrible it is and he's unlearned it and he's felt the same things that you have yes. felt. Yes. And, I yeah. and he's and, a Holocaust you know, survivor. And, uh, shout out to uh, his uh, son, Daniel, who I uh, spent... Um, uh, Hanukkah with uh, this oh, year. Nice. Uh, did a, he did a little Hanukkah thing? Um, he was flew over to Los Angeles and we hung That's out so and nice. had a okay. nice little anti-Zionist Hanukkah. Not scheduled, but my cat is getting into my desk, so this will, this can be the ending. Oh, let's! I love ending with a cat. Well. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Thank Thanks you, Shereen, for, for coming me. on. Thank you, Kitty Cat, for being adorable. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash fraudcast, fraudcast at gmail.com. If you want to uh, email us with any questions, comments, and concerns, F-R-O-T-C-A-S-T uh, at gmail.com. Uh, for those of you who are just listening to this podcast and don't listen to any of the other ones, you're probably confused as to why uh, the email address is uh, named after Frotage. But... Uh, <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon and find out. All right, everyone. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, there is a list. Jumping jacks was us. Push-ups was us. Krav Maga us. All karate us. Taking Molly us. Michael Jackson us. Yamaha keyboards us. Jar Jar Binks not us. Andor was us. Heath Ledger Joker us. Endless Red Success.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.